0: Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Thank you, Central National Bank. Thank you for being our presenting sponsor. Thank you for being such fans of soccer. A man, uh, the executive vice president, went down to Austin to see some soccer recently, Team USA, in uh, one of those games, and and that was good. That's why it's very appropriate. We welcome on Michelle Leonard, Baylor's new um, soccer coach, and Michelle, welcome to town, and i got to say, congratulations on your latest honor. This, um, you and your staff uh, named the United Coaches National Staff of the Year. I would say that's, uh, that's pretty cool stuff there. Congratulations.
1: Oh, well, thank you, Matt. I really appreciate that, and, and we do feel very honored by that. I was very fortunate and blessed to have a wonderful staff at DBU, and we were able to do some pretty special things. And Thank you for having me on.
0: Yeah, we're we're excited to have you, and excited to see what you know what you're going to do with the program. You know, I want to start with DBU. What a mission! What a, a time you had there. And I would say I'm I'm more familiar, probably, to be honest with you, with the baseball program there, and, and Dan and a lot of those guys, uh, Connor. I've gotten to know. I kind of jumped on that bandwagon last year when they were almost headed to the uh, to the World Series. But I would imagine. That you, that, you know, the two coaches of those two programs align in a lot of ways from a spiritual standpoint, um, and and I'm just wondering. I mean, it just seems like those two programs. I know golf did really well, but really above maybe all the others took off at DBU. What do you What do you most attribute that to the uh, the success that y'all have had? Well, and well, specifically in soccer. Well, my
1: time at DBU was amazing it's just a wonderful school I think anyone who's ever worked there or even visited there can tell that um, Dan Heefner and the baseball program obviously has had tremendous success uh, Dan is just an unbelievable coach I think a lot of the success of that program has to do with who he is and the staff that he has and, and what they've done at DBU is, is a lot of just who Dan is but also DBU is invested in all of the athletic programs in a way that has allowed those coaches to be successful and with women's soccer, when I got there 14 years ago, it was a little bit of a, of a building project, uh, but the, the university told me from day one that they wanted to support the vision that I had to get the program to a championship-level caliber, not just in our conference, but at the national level. And, you know, over the course of those 14 years, they very consistently did support that vision. So as we got better each year, they helped add resources each year, um, and then, you know, we had support from the very top down, from the president. Um, vice president and of course athletic director Connor Smith was unbelievable during my time there always at the games always by our side giving us what we needed to succeed so it's really not a hard place to succeed at it's a beautiful campus with awesome facilities and great people and so if you can coach at all I think you can do pretty well there.
0: Well, you're being humble because, as you said, it wasn't like a a power, and you you with the with the help of all those people you mentioned, you turned it into a powerhouse. Nine All Americans, nine postseason appearances, and coming off that Final Four appearance, that that was um, that, that's quite a run that you've been in. Tell me this: what did you uh, what did you think of uh, the Baylor program from afar? I, I assume with uh, the proximity that you crossed paths with coach jobson uh and obviously um uh his wife was was the head coach when they first arrived in uh, in waco what did you kind of know and think about the program uh, while you were still at dbu
1: well i mean coach jobson and of course uh, marcy have just a wonderful reputation in the soccer world one just as people of high character and integrity and um, everyone that I know has spoke very highly of them, and, and yes, I've run into them many, many times over the past decade, out recruiting or, or whatnot. Um, and, and Baylor and DBU are so similar when you look at them from the outside, just Baylor's a bigger version. And so I think our soccer programs have a lot of similarities. I think there's going to be some differences in the way that we approach the game from a style perspective, but from just a philosophy on treating players and, and how to manage players and how to build something I think there's just a tremendous amount of similarities just from a university standpoint as well. And so uh, DBU is kind of a Division II version of that. It's a beautiful campus, Christ-like environment that encourages coaches to you know, develop their student-athletes in all facets of life, not just as athletes. And I think that that helps those student-athletes be better on their respective fields of play as well. And I think Baylor does that too. And I think that that's obvious in all of Baylor athletics. And soccer has had some success over the years, um, 2017, 2018 in particular, with, with trips mm-hmm. to, the Elite Eight, to the Elite Eight. and um, You know, all of us got, you know, kind of hung up with COVID over the last couple of years. And so I think it's in a great place now that we're kind of turning the corner on that to get back to that level and, and compete at the highest level. And I don't see any reason why we can't do here what we were able to do at DBU, especially with what Coach Jobson has already, you know, done before.
0: Yeah, I would think I mean I've been a Baptist all my life. Uh we, we we certainly know how to fight with each other. Uh I would think fourteen years of being in a Baptist school is a good uh you know, I think it's good preparation for coming to uh to Baylor and uh that's uh that's a really it's kinda like you said, Baylor has gotten bigger and bigger, and I've always been fascinated with DBU because DBU has this unbelievable sort of international uh, program that they bring in a lot of st- students internationally. Tell me about recruiting. What is um, w- when you're looking for the perfect fit for what you want to build? Um, do you go outside the the states, or or do you, have you found that the, the the you know even within Texas some of the programs have gotten so so good that you don't have to to maybe you know look internationally as much as you do in some other sports
1: well I think that that Baylor's like DBU and like you mentioned already and that you know really is about finding the right fit and that really is true for any university and I think um, both of them um, have their very specific type of player and people that we're looking to bring into these programs and I think being a a school in Texas um, with such a high-quality soccer landscape here in the state of Texas that it's easy to expect. that We will have a large percentage of our roster from Texas. Um, but, I, you know, we plan to look wherever we need to look to find the right players for this program. And if that's international, then we are certainly going to do that as well. So I suspect that we'll have, you know, 60 to 70 percent of the roster probably from Texas. Uh, but then we're going to have California kids and, and Florida kids because those are the other two major hotspots for women's soccer. And then any other state where we feel that we can find a good player, we're going to look as well. And then I think, you know, there's lots of opportunity internationally. Um, You know, Baylor has not got a significant history of bringing in international players. We did not have a significant history at DBU either. Um, The one international player I brought in last year was unbelievable player who ended up back in the Netherlands playing professionally. And so we kind of hit a home run, almost too much of a home run with that one Um, back home and went pro and is getting ready for the U22 world cup. And so, I think that we can do that here as well. I don't think that we need a lot of international players, but going and finding one or two very specific type of players that can, um, you know, get us to the next level in the big 12. And then beyond the big 12, there's lots of international players playing in the NCAA and many sports, but especially in soccer. And so I think it's important that we do touch on that a little bit, although I don't think it's going to have a significant portion of our roster.
0: Michelle Leonard joining us, Matt Mosley's show, the new soccer coach at Baylor. And, uh, by the way, now you have the NIL in place, so you can tell some of these borderline professional players, hey, come here get an education. You can make some money at the same time. Yep. And uh, you just, we just need our uh, all our, our big money boosters to kind of step up on their end. But I think you'll find that uh, Baylor has some very successful people who do not mind uh, spending some money on facilities and, and that type of thing. Um, I, I'm curious who uh, michelle was were uh, one or two of like your biggest mentors when you think about your philosophy and then like you said, your style of of how you line up and how you try to go execute who did you uh, who did you try to emulate as a young coach and and who would you say you you had you had the uh, had the biggest influence on you as a coach?
1: Well, you know, that's always an interesting question that I never have a very good answer for, because I think that I like to take um, ideas from a lot of different places. And so over the years, I've studied and read numerous different coaches, American coaches at the, at the NCAA level, international coaches at the professional level. I could list off common names that people would recognize, like Anson Dorrance or Jurgen Klopp as, as coaches that I have learned a lot from. But that list is really, really long. Uh, many of those names are not as well-known,
0: uh-huh. but
1: that's because I think that, you know, we've built the style of play that I like to play that I did at DBU and then I've hoped to bring to Baylor uh, based off of stealing some ideas from a few of those folks and then kind of tweaking them to fit, you know, what works for us. And so, you know, I don't know that I'd say there's one or two in particular. I think uh, I get I read anything I can get my hands on and study any coaches that I can so Jesse Marsh right now with, with Red Bull. I think he's leaving Red Bull, but um, is an American coach coaching in Europe who I think has a really fun, aggressive style of play that can be emulated in the college game here in the United States that I've enjoyed learning from as well. So there's lots of great NCAA coaches here um, that I've studied since I was much, much younger, but kind of understanding the game at the international level, I've been able to do more from some of those European league teams.
0: All right, and what was, by the way, what uh, position did you play growing up in soccer?
1: I was a center mid.
0: Which, um, if I'm not mistaken, requires a lot of running, correct?
1: It does, yes. <laughs> I think most of the positions in our game now require quite a bit of running, but I think the midfielders are probably doing the most.
0: Yeah, I would say so. I used to go out and see the Baylor club teams, before, uh, men and women, before they turned, uh went d1 and then uh, while i was still at baylor that was the first year like around 97 or whatever that uh, i think about i don't know 96 or 97 was the first year uh baylor had a uh division one soccer program and it was really exciting because you can imagine some of those club players who were really good they got a chance to suddenly some of them got to be on scholarship and that was an interesting transition to watch so uh guide me through that like from a from the kind of alignment or formation that you would have, like a 4-3-3, 3-4-3, however it works out, what do you tend to gravitate toward?
1: Um, Well, at DBU we were kind of playing out of two or three different systems depending on Mm -hmm. our current strengths and who we were going to play and what we were looking to do that week. Um, Spent most of my career coaching out of a a 4-3-3 or some variation of a 4-3-3, so a 4-2-3-1 or a 4-1-4-1. But really, over the last couple of years, have enjoyed playing with three in the back and being able to play between three in the back and four in the back. And so I think over the last few years in my coaching, I've gone away from being as fixated on the system of play and more focused on teaching our players how we want to play out of any particular system. And so we want our team to be comfortable. If we were to change it on a dime in the middle of the game, that they would know how to do that. Uh, whether it was a four-three-three or a three-four-three or a three-five-two, we want them to understand the, the roles and responsibilities of each position, but also more importantly, the principles of how we want to play. So more the style of how we want to play, less concerned about the system. Those are really just starting positions and you know how we match up against our opponent. Um, but we want our players to understand how to play any moment of the game in the style that we want to try to play.
0: All right. Well, it's going to be fun. It's going to be uh I think it's going to be exciting to uh, um I mean, you know, the, obviously the Jobs did a tremendous job, but what an opportunity yes. because think about it, you don't most times when a coach that's still kind of in their prime leave, it's either for a better job or they get fired. And in this case, it's just not, you know, for whatever reason he stopped coaching. And I, I think you're going to inherit uh, a really, really good situation. You obviously left a great situation. By the way, are you? Uh, what's your Premier League team? Everybody seems to have one. Do you? Uh, do you lay claim to one?
1: Um, if I was going to pick one, I'd say Liverpool because I think Klopp is just such a fun coach. I think he loves his players and has so much positive energy. Um, so I would. I wish I could say I watched more professional soccer than I do, but with having two little boys and coaching full time. Um, I spend the majority of my time either on the soccer field or wherever they are. So when I have the opportunity, I follow Liverpool.
0: All right, I'm trying to think if that was the one. Did Tom Hicks get a hold of that uh, that um, organization for a little while? <laughs> that club. Oh, I'm trying to remember uh, the old Rangers owner, and I think that thing went a little south. Uh, it, as you've noticed, when the American ownership groups, uh, the 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 uh, uh, the British don't exactly love that situation. <laughs> I think. Uh, right. I I think the owners of the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers have found that out as well over the years. But uh, well, coach, this is um, it's going to be really exciting. Uh, one of my buddies at DBU is a guy named Ryan Hefton. He's at works in development there, and they they all just speak extremely highly of you. And I've gotten to meet some of those folks, and and uh, those banquets y'all would have, or. I mean, those were awesome. I would go to some of those banquets, and Clayton Kershaw and different people would come in and speak. So uh, uh, we're going to have to really amp up our banquet game, Coach, to kind of catch <laughs> up with what you all were doing at DBU, you know?
1: Yeah, well, they're, they they do a great job, and I loved my time there and just wonderful, wonderful people. Um, I'll really miss that place, and you're right. Someone's going to inherit a really special opportunity because that, that's a wonderful place to work.
0: All right. Well, listen. We uh, look forward to meeting you in person, and it's very exciting. and And welcome to uh, welcome to Waco, and uh, we can't wait to watch you guys play.
1: Thank you, Matt. We're really happy to be here.
0: You bet. There she goes, Michelle Leonard, uh, joining us, the uh, new Baylor soccer coach, and uh, it's going to be. Uh, I think it's going to be a tremendous program. It already is. Jobs just did a great job. I, like, I really like Paul, and I was disappointed when Paul decided to step down but i think um i think this is a really good hire